Okay, welcome to Season of Change, Transforming Your Life Through the Power in the Word of God. I am your host, Evangelist Jeremiah Joseph, and I'm having my guest here tonight, John Mesa from United States of America, New York precisely. He is the founder of Walking to Wealth. He's a speaker. He has, he has appeared on many platforms to speak about walking to wealth, talked about self-development and entrepreneurship and spiritual growth as a Christian. He is a born again Christian. And tonight we'll be discussing on finding your mission in life. Welcome, John, to I, Season of Change. Well, thank you, Jeremiah, for having me. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share my story and share my message uh, to your audience and uh, uh, to you as well. So I thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you so much. Sorry for the delay in the time because of the network issue. Um, so I believe next time it will occur. Well, tonight we'll be discussing on finding your mission in life. Finding your mission in life. John, if I may ask you, how long have you been on this topic? I Honestly, I, I got a lot of clarity as towards my mission. Uh, relatively recently, um, you know, in terms of, I feel like everyone, we all have like kind of a, something that pulls us, uh, that we usually can't explain in words, but we know it's there and we know we have, you know, uh, we may have a calling towards, but, um, I didn't actually define my mission statement in life in actual words until I believe it was June this year. And so my mission in life is to enlighten the unenlightened by helping people build wealth and think abundantly. That is my mission statement in life that I came up with um, just based off, uh, you know, what I align with and what I feel that I, um, is most needed. And, you know, um, and the skills that I have personally, how I can best use them. And so um, and everything I do, you know, I'm also a real estate agent. Um, I have my podcast, you know, that I'm doing and also teach social media as well. And um, everything I do is just helping people build wealth and, you know, think abundantly. And uh, whenever I learn something, just helping as many people as I can to learn something as well. Wow, that's great. That's a great one. So uh, if I may ask you, can you tell us the samples of the platform you have appeared to speak or to talk about finding your mission? Yeah, so um, in terms of this particular topic, um, this is actually my first actual time speaking on giving my mission. I've appeared on, you know, I have my own podcast where I interviewed uh, many guests on there, but I also, um, what got me started in speaking really was back in January when I started teaching social media for real estate agents. Uh, my very first class ever had over 400 agents from across the U.S. and Canada sign up, uh, which led to me doing another class where I had over 400 agents sign up again. Um, and then I taught my first paid class uh, back in August. I was interviewed on um a couple other two other podcasts uh, i taught a class for my market center so in terms of speaking about my personal mission um this is the first time but in terms of like speaking in general uh i really started speaking back when i started my own podcast and then when i started teaching classes for other realtors and uh it's something that i genuinely enjoy doing i've been told i have the gift of gab i can you know talk your head off if you let me and uh so i'm just um my my message has always been there. Just now it's like I'm in a point in uh, my journey where it's like now it's time to get the message from here to in front of the people. 
Wow, that's great. That's great. So if I will ask you the first question, how can the how do you find your mission in life? How do you discover that? Yeah, so I think uh, for the most part, it's like I'd say I would break it down to four steps for the most part. The first part, I'd say, would really be self-awareness. I feel like self-awareness is uh, power. Self-awareness leads to clarity. There's so much that you can, can gain in life from becoming self-aware. Um, there's a quote that I, I, I love saying, and it's, uh, where you are today in life is an accumulation of your past thoughts. So in order to change your future, you must change your past now. Now, that quote, if you believe it and you internalize that quote, it forces you to take accountability because if, you know, the first part of the quote, where you are now is an accumulation of your past thoughts. You know, you have to take ownership and accountability that if you're not where you want to be in life, it's because you thought of it way back when, right? We either are going to be paid for the decisions we make or we're going to have to pay for the decisions we make, right? So we have to start off with that accountability and that ownership um, and say that, hey, whether, you know, we enjoy where we're at, whether we're, you know, okay where we're at or whether we hate where we're at, it's all our own thinking from the past. And so we have no one else to blame but ourselves. And I've been able to um, gain more clarity and more um, as I became more articulate and as I've looked more into myself and as to how can I explain it. But even when I wasn't as clear um, as terms of my mission and what I want to do and as self-aware, there I always said that, you know, from the day that you're able to make conscious decision, everything that, you know, happens to you in life from there on after is, is on you. So whether you're able to make conscious decision at seven years old or whether you don't get that ability until you're 37 years old, right? From whatever point in time you can make conscious decisions for yourself, you everything from that point on is you know your fault whether it's good or it's bad but it's your fault and you know there's no other way or no other person no other thing to look at besides yourself okay thank you very much so if i will ask you what inspired you about this topic but really inspired me about this topic um in terms of finding your mission is i feel like um I didn't take it the traditional path, at least in the, in the U.S. I know um, uh, it's a little different over here in terms of where and it might be uh, the same over where you're at. And if I'm um, wrong, let me know. But uh, the traditional path is once you finish high school is to go to a traditional university for four years and then from there pursue, you know, a, a job or a career and um, stay in that career, work until you're 60, 65, 70 years old, retire and live on. That is the traditional road. I left school during my second after my uh, second year in college uh, because I, you know, I learned started learning about personal finance and started watching YouTube videos. I started learning about credit and how to invest in index funds and just little simple personal finance stuff. I started reading, and then uh, my fourth semester, so the second half of my second year, um, I signed up for my real estate classes, stopped showing up for my college classes, and never looked back. And you get a lot of backlash, one from you know your friends and family. For me, it was mainly for my family. They didn't take me serious. It's like, oh, you know, why are you leaving college? You know, you got to go back to school. You got to finish. Um, and you, it's it's kind of hard to navigate because it's a, a road that, although school came relatively easy for me, I felt like it was a waste of time because 
it wasn't teaching me things I needed for my that were actually practical and applicable towards life after college, you know, in terms of the things in the career path that I wanted to head down, which at that point in time happened to be marketing, which, you know, come back full circle. Now I'm teaching classes on social media marketing. Uh, so, you know, it's funny how everything come back around. So what really inspired me is leaving school, branching off on that journey and, you know, just figuring it out for myself. You know, my best friend was YouTube. I didn't have, you know, uh, one of my boys that I can reach out to. I didn't have, you know, uh, a parental figure to reach out to. Um, it's just YouTube. And then from there, I just started trying to network with people. I think networking is the biggest thing you could do um, in any career, no matter whether it's real estate, you know, a corporate in the world or entrepreneurship. Networking is everything. And just from there, um, I, I know that the, the four years after high school are super crucial. And so if you could, you know, set yourself on the right track, at least mentally, you don't have to, you know, get just make the world's next startup. But if you could put yourself mentally on the right track within those first four years after high school, that could set your life on such a smoother sail because you won't spend time trying to confuse. You'll be able to have more clarity making the, your decision-making process easier because the more clarity you have, the better filter you have in your brain, right? And you know what to say yes to and you know what to say no to because you're clear as to who you are and who you want to help. Yo, thank you about that. You talked about tradition. Yeah. The normal tradition in America is the same thing here. Following starts your school, primary school, your secondary, the university, and get a job, you live a life. What impact the tradition have or our tradition have on your mission? I think personally for me, my, the biggest impact tradition have is uh, I always been, uh, I wouldn't say a rebel. I was I never got in trouble in school. As I said, I always got good grades. Um, but I always knew that the traditional way of thinking, I just didn't align with it. For example, when I was in high school, this is before I became, you know, uh, financially literate or savvy. Um, I always knew I wanted to retire well, at least at that time. At that time, I said I wanted to retire at 40, right? Traditional advice is 65. And I feel like the impact that it had is, um, for me, it's it, it made me curious as to why things were the way they were. Who said we have to wait till 65? Who said we have to go to college? Who said we have to, you know, work our entire lives? Who said, you know, who said? Why is that the way? You know, why is that the way that's being pushed, right? And th that's the biggest impact on me is that um, it made me ask questions. It, it made me curious, you know. Um, and then it made me curious not only about why, you know, that's the way it is, but it made me curious about myself and as to why didn't I align with that? Why was why did in my heart I feel the, this pull to do my own thing, to go another route? to have a different, you know, way. And as you know, um, God puts us all here for, for a reason, right? And from as long as I can remember, it's like that traditional way of living just never, I, I never gravitated towards it. So I feel like um, in terms of tradition having an impact on me, I wouldn't say it really had an impact on me because I'm going against it for the most part. So... Uh, that, that's how I guess I would answer that question. Okay, thank you very much. 
So I want to ask you another question. So how do you come about finding, how do you find your own mission, your personal mission? Yeah, I'd say after the self-awareness, I think step two would then be uh, getting your mindset right, right? After you take a look and you reflect, you're like, okay, you know, this is my fault, this is where I'm at. Uh, and you start looking at, you know, what's important to you and, and you know, all the decisions you made. Now it's time to get your mindset right because it doesn't matter if you have the world's greatest mission or, you know, um, whatever, your, you know, the biggest goal or whatever. If your headspace isn't in the right place, it's all not and void, right? It's all for no reason. Right. So the next thing I would say probably is to, you know, start really thinking about um, there's a saying we say in my office. It's a uh, life by design, not the fault. Right. You have to know that you can create the life that you want in this world. God gives us everything we have. We have unlimited potential. We have, you know, our unlimited creativity in this. You know, our mind is powerful beyond the imagination. Right. And um and so you have to realize that, okay, before I actually define my mission, I have to know that whatever my mission is, that I I'm I'm I have the 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 power and the potential to create any of it, right? Because what good is creating your mission if you still don't believe in yourself, right? Yeah. You know, there's a saying as well. It's like your business grows to the extent that you do, right? So you have to start spending some time investing in yourself. Now you have some you, the self-awareness part. That's more so for clarity. See where your flaws are, right? And see where your mistakes you made in the past, remember, and start reflecting. Now you have to get your head right, right? You have to hit your head strong because if you have a, miss, uh, a mission, but your head is not in the right place, you'll never be able to accomplish that mission. And usually if you have a mission larger than life, right, you, you tend to, you know, tend to build a community. You tend to build a following. People, when they see someone, with a mission, they want to get behind that person because they know that he knows where he's going, right? Yes. And so if your head's not in the right place, you're, you're thinking too far. You're skipping steps, right? Don't even worry about the mission yet. The second step after you get self-awareness is to start getting your head in the right place for what's to come, right? You know, um, there's a little thing that, um, that uh, I always do whenever, you know, there's a saying. It's like if you don't recognize God in the small blessings, you'll never be able to recognize him in the big ones, right? So you got to hit yeah. your headspace in the right place, right? So I always, when I was growing up, let's say I'll, I'd walk to the, the supermarket. I see one of my friends driving. They stop over and uh, give me a ride to the supermarket. Super random, right? Uh, but when I get out the car, I just do a quick, like, thank you, God. Because although that's super small, that wasn't a coincidence, right? My friend didn't just so happen to be driving home and see me and pick me up. That I was on the way to the supermarket. And he was sent, I feel. So whenever I get out that, you know, and like starting to see God in the little things like that, you know, uh, and giving gratitude for that and recognize it in the small things. And getting, but if your head's not in the right place, you'll never be able to recognize those things. So I think step number two, after you get self-awareness, is to get your head on your shoulders and get your head in the right space. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. So can you briefly tell us some of your mission? Yeah, so... My mission, really, uh, it's two main parts, right? Um, the first part of my mission is my actual action, right? Um, and then the second part of my mission is my vehicle, right? So my mission in life is to enlighten the unenlightened. That's what I plan to do. I'm going to enlighten the unenlightened. That's the action. I'm going to do that by helping people build wealth and think abundantly. That's my vehicle, right? 
So your mission statement, you can think of kind of two parts, right? It's my mission in life is to blank by or through or by doing or, or, or through doing blank, right? That's the, the a simple format to make your craft your mission statement. Uh, and the first part of my mission statement came from the duty of the enlightened is to enlighten the unenlightened. I'm not a philosopher, but uh, and I know a little bit about philosophy. And that's a quote from Plato's Allegory of the Cave that I learned back in my senior year of high school. Uh, my English teacher, he would occasionally go off curriculum and occasionally talk about, you know, philosophy and other topics. And I don't remember much because he ended up getting sick and actually missed like over three quarters of the year. But while he was with us, that is one of the things that just stuck with me. It just it, it just resonated with me. The duty of the enlightened is to enlighten the unenlightened. In my own words, as, as, as soon as you learn something, it's your job to put as many people on as you can. right? It's your job to spread that knowledge, spread that wisdom, spread that information. And once you know something, just share, 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 share. So that's the first part of my mission statement, right? That's the kind of like the origin of, you know, and the core of my, my mission statement, where it comes from. And then the second part of it, is by helping people build wealth and think abundantly. So that part kind of came from the idea of wealth building. Um, once I, you know, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I had my, you know, my personal finance epiphany, and I started, you know, looking into YouTube and you know, credit cards and index funds and all this stuff and reading. Um, I realized how much information is out there that isn't taught in school. How much is information out there that isn't taught from conversations at home? How much information out there that isn't taught when you're hanging out with your boys or you're hanging out with your friends? There's so much information out there in books and podcasts and YouTube videos and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that isn't talked to in most of the time places where we spend the most time at. Because who do we spend the most time? We spend the most time at school, at least when we're young, right? And school, you know, at our own home or at a friend's home is usually the top three places where most people spend it or and maybe a job if you if you work, right? But those are usually the top places. But in, in none of those places are those conversations made something that's normal, right? You don't talk about financial independence. You don't talk about how to do your taxes. You don't talk about investment strategies. You don't talk about how to defer taxes. You don't talk about any of these things. So it's like if I wasn't, you know, so hungry for this information, although it was out there, I would have never even thought to go seek it, right? So that's why, you know, the building wealth and thinking abundantly because, I know how much information I was able to learn, but I know that I had to go out of my way to get it. It's not like it was in my class. I had to go out of the way. I had to go the extra mile to go seek that information and then internalize it. And so that's kind of like how my mission statement came together. It's, you know, that, that quote from my English teacher from the philosophy class and then my experience of learning um, about personal finance uh, kind of came together and I just made the sentence my mission in life is to enlighten the unenlightened by helping people build wealth and think abundantly and that's how my mission statement came together okay thank you very much i want to bring it to the, this part of the world where we are in nigeria mm -hmm. you know here in nigeria we celebrate more of the certificates we love people going to school studying you must have education so how can people that has no privilege or people that decided like you to come out of the school 
So said, okay, it's not must, I must be in school. Who said this? Who said I must be a graduate? Who said I must be 65 years before I got resigned from my job? So how do they find, how can such people find their mission in life? Yeah, I'd say uh, one thing you have to, especially in your more traditional, um, you know, culture such as yours, where school is like really, really praised, um, you have to pretty much disassemble the idea that um, schooling and education are one and the same. It's not. There's schooling and there's education. And yes, you can get an education at school, but you can also get an education from teaching yourself, right? So a lot of people, they think that the only way to be educated is to have a diploma, to have your degrees, right? In all reality, the only way to be educated is to go and seek that information and put it into use, whether that is through school, whether that's through books, whether that's through, as I said, podcasts, like what we're doing and talking to other people, you have to change that traditional way of thinking that schooling and education are one. And then you also have to think about why people value schooling so much. The reason people value schooling is because it gives them a sense of security and accomplishment, right? The security part, right, when you have a degree, it says that, you know, you can get any job you want. You know, let's say you become an entrepreneur, but you have a degree, you have something to fall back on, right? But people don't realize that security to different people means different things, right? And so with when it comes to traditional security, right, you get your degree, but then a lot of people, and I don't know how it's like in Nigeria, but at least in the U.S., are in, now they're in student loans, right? Now they're graduating college, they have no job, right? They don't know how to get a job. They don't know how to do an interview. They don't know how to network. They don't know how to, you know, you know, reach out to people and get on platforms such as this to speak and have their messages spread. They taught all these things, but none of it really matters, right? And now, not only did they spend four years of their life, they don't have clarity as to who they are. They come out of college, they, they, they don't know what they want to do for real because they come out of college with the degree with, Either they were kind of persuaded or forced by their parents or, you know, parental figures in life to get or, you know, they just picked a degree that was whatever because, you know, they didn't ha they weren't in alignment as to, you know, what they wanted to do. So I, I guess the best advice I can give you is um, if you decide to go to a traditional university or whether it's a trade school or maybe you d decide not to go to university, remind yourself that you have to find yourself. I think college is a good experience because usually when you go to college, you go away from home. And when you go from away from home, you have more time for yourself. So I think college is good for networking because you're surrounded with a, normally a bunch of people that you've never met before. And that's, yes. you know, a lot of opportunity comes from networking. And I think the second yes. reason college is great is because you get to experience adulthood without, you know, full consequences, right? Because you're away from your parents, but it's not like if you pay rent, you're getting kicked out, right? It's, it's, it's not full adulthood, but it's, it's that first step into adulthood. So I think the college experience is valuable, but the one thing you should make sure you do is no matter where you are in your journey is to become as self-aware as possible because that starts the process to then you getting your mission. Find yourself, find what you align with, find the things that you enjoy doing. Um, you know, there's a question that I always ask. It's, um, 
what would you do for the rest of your life, even even if you didn't get paid? And just write down a list, right? Go down the list, whether, you know, it could be basketball, it could be podcasting, it could be um, watching anime, it could be whatever it is, right? And then you have to ask yourself, what are some things that you have a natural aptitude towards, right? That could be speaking, that could be writing, that could be teaching, that could be um, sports, you know, athleticism. What are you naturally good at, right? And then you have to kind of use those two and combine it together to get that clarity as to you who you are, right? Once you kind of figure out, okay, these are the things that I like to do. These are the things that I'm good at. Which ones match, right? Where does it go? Where does it coincide, right? Where the, are the matches, are the pairs that I can potentially pursue? Once you find something that kind of pairs up well, then the next question would be, now that I know that I'm good at, who can I help? Who's facing the same problems that I went through? Who's experienced life, this, you know, the same life that I did? Who's, you know, for example, in my situation, you know, I left school early. In my situation, I was raised by my grandparents. I wasn't raised by my parents. Like, people like me, who can I help? Sometimes you don't have to search for a brand new audience. Just you look, you're on your own journey, right? You just say you're on your path. Sometimes all you have to do is turn around and look back at the people that are on the same path as you and just help those people. You may not be the furthest ahead, but even if you're one, two, three, four steps ahead, you can help them with those steps, right? So that's, you know, the next question. Once you find what you like, find what you're good at, find pairs, then ask yourself, okay, who am I meant to help? Who can I help best? Okay, thank you very much. We have less than 10 minutes to come to the end of the program. I quickly want you to just give us little light. You talked about education is different from school. You yeah. can get education through the school and you can get education even out of the school. So what? just give us two points that are made, that makes the difference, the two difference. Yeah. Uh, the, the two main differences is that school is, is a, a location. It's usually a building, a, a location. Education is actually learning. So schooling is supposed to be a place where you can go to learn. Education is actually learning itself. Right. So that's why schooling isn't education, but you can be educated at school just because you got a degree doesn't mean you're smarter than the next man or better than the next man. It just means you spent four years at a college. That's all it means. Thank you very much. Can you quickly just give just two or three platforms how people can walk into world, people that wants to find out their mission? people that are out of schools, people that wants to do one thing or the other in order to make, to find their missions in life. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you for allowing me the opportunity to share some of my platforms. I'd say the one thing I can ask of, you know, any of your listeners is to follow me on Instagram at walk2wealth. Uh, I'm dropping, you know, two to four videos on there a day. Um, from there, if you look in the bio, um, you can then access, you know, I'm on YouTube as well. I'm on TikTok. I'm on, uh, virtually every podcast directory. I'm on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, whatever you can find me. But if I could ask your listeners to do one thing is to, to follow me on Instagram, because that's where I'm most active on. And then from Instagram, you can connect with me everywhere else. Thank you very much. So what do you have to tell our audience tonight concerning 
today is finding your mission in life. Just brief to conclude the meeting. Yeah. I'd say the best thing I could tell you about finding your mission in life is, as I said earlier, I mentioned it, the sooner you find it, the sooner you'll be able to gain clarity. And the sooner you're able to gain clarity, then the sooner you're able to start focusing. And the sooner you're able to start focusing, then your sooner you'll be able to start making progress. And the sooner you're able to start making progress, the sooner you'll be able to change your current situation. Thank you very much, Mr. John, from Walk to Wealth. Walk to Wealth. I really appreciate your time being on this platform. We really appreciate you so much. And I know that my audience will be blessed with through your experience that you have shared tonight. And I know for as many that are yet to find their mission in life will learn a lot from this. Thank you once again. I welcome you to Season of Change, Transforming Your Life Through the Power in the Word of God. I believe one of these days we'll want to have you again on this platform to still talk more on some of your topic that we, you sent to me and I will appreciate that. And I believe my audience will appreciate that. Thank you so much. So have a nice time and have a nice day. You as well. Take care. Thank you.